Mood.tv Oh, so real quick, my character, I couldn't decide between the Trix Rabbit and Count Chocula. Mm. Why? Uh, I'm not sure, but both of those kind of rubbed me the wrong the way. The Trix Rabbit always creeped me out. Trix too. Rabbit for sure. Yeah. Because he, if you know, he's he's just a deviant regardless. Yeah, yeah. he's a rape artist. <laughs> <laughs> they're four kids. Uh, and they're Trix. Yeah. Wait, he, he has four kids? Trix are four kids. Trix Rabbit has four oh, kids? Oh, they're four kids. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> I thought he's just fucking kids. Those I didn't know. Kids. I feel like Count Chocolate probably got a bad rap. Like he's probably he's probably gay at the wrong time. You know, he was a chocolate cereal yeah. in the fifties. He's bad yeah. for the team, but he's like, you know, I'm a little different. And everybody's like, he probably likes children. He's like, no, no, not that. You know, I think he had a bad rap. That guy. <laughs> well, maybe it's just the whole. Maybe it's the the trifecta of them that were that would be in prison: Booberry, Frankenberry, and Count Chocula. Uh, oh, yeah. Maybe like individually they're not so bad, but as a group, just just don't. A lot of fun, but illegal in Texas, I think. I think that would be their problem. <laughs> Who's pounding the most ass in prison? <laughs> Out of those three? Out of those three dudes. Booberry. Frankenberry. <laughs> get out of here. Are you going to get booberried today when you take a shower? Frankenberry's all pink. They come up to him thinking he's soft, and he's like, oh, no. That ain't how this Frankberry is. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm going to go from booberry to pooberry. <laughs> But scoopity-doopity-poop. <laughs> That's what I sing whenever I'm fucking people in the ass in prison. Uh. Scoopity-doopity-poop. <laughs> people hear that song coming and they know. They know to pull their pants up. <laughs> tie tie pull, real tight. Yeah, pull them up yes. and hold them tight. <laughs> pull them up and hold them tight, boys. <laughs> Scoopity-doopity-poop is coming. Remix. <laughs> Booberry's gonna poo our buttholes. That's actually just the line dance of that song. Pull them up and hold them tight. Pull them them up and hold them tight, boys. Go see do your partner to the right. All right. All right. Uh. Okay. This is it. This is let me ask you a question. <laughs> the podcast. This is we it. are back. We are this reunited and, and plus. It feels so good. We are reunited. Oh, did you get my song reference too today? I thought that would have been perfect. What? I sent that video to you guys today and I was like, oh, what song was it? But it was perfect for when I was listening to the episode. I was like, oh, I hope EJ put this in the break. With bat dicks? It's a dicks? popular song, so I don't think it is. I, I was listening to that out loud at work and then I was like, uh, bat dicks are flopping around. I got to turn this off. <laughs> now other people can hear it when you're listening to it at work. Um, I mean, if they walk by my my like office slash room, yeah, yeah, you don't want to hear about swinging bat ticks. I mean, Pull- I'd be great if somebody poked their head and they're like, "What podcast is that? I don't want to listen." That's true. I don't know that there's that many people who would poke their head in for those comments. You know, we need to get a specific <laughs> bat dick podcast. <laughs> then we're gonna be. Then we're gonna have a niche audience. <laughs> yeah, then it's gonna be bat tastic. Count Chocula, <laughs> the guys in prison. <laughs> Blueberry and Count Chocula are going to be listening to our podcast in prison like, right on. <laughs> right on, brother. I, like, I also like Frankenberry just sounding like the Hulkster. 
Yeah, yeah. That's how he sounds. Totally. He's like, yeah, brother. That's what he says as he slides hey, in. Hey, Chocula, let's go grab that booberry and scoop de poop de Let's go slide into some boys. Oh. Well, we are here. We are back. We are back. We've got everybody and extra. Uh, we will we will start with we got Gregaman back from Hawaii back from the islands not destroyed by volcanoes. <laughs> that oh, looked like some crazy shit though. It is it is it's not just looked like it is still that is currently crazy. some crazy shit. Oh yeah. It would have been bad if you were like no biggie. No biggie at all. Well, that's the thing most of the people in Hawaii right now are like yeah, it sucks, but you know we bought land on an active volcano, so Comes to <laughs> it was practical. Come. Yeah, practical yeah. people are good people. They're yeah. so chill. Yeah, I loved. Did you see when the lava ate that car? Oh, yeah. yeah, that was. Awesome. Oh, that was the best, dude. And whenever the, like the earthquake was happening, it was just straight up shooting up out of the earth, and it was making all these awesome cracking noises. My goodness. <laughs> oh yeah, it's a badass bet- disaster. Sorry, Hawaii. I mean, that looks cool. I bet. I bet that is really. Uh, comforting yeah i mean well the thing is too like outside of the spewing lava everything else moves incredibly slow so they're like everybody you have 15 hours to evacuate <laughs> oh yeah no big <laughs> you know, like, so well, they evacuate them and then they're like two days later they're like okay go back and get your valuables maybe your pets if you left them and then you got to evacuate for like real that poor cat if you put some lava in a swimming pool would the swimming pool just get like nice and cozy yeah. I think you wouldn't have a swimming pool anymore. What about a pot? Like a Potsworth? Like a dick ripoff amount? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get into numbers with you no, anymore. Like, ever since like the flower a small pot saucepan. Do you think it would affect the temperature of a pool? Small saucepan. Yes. I, I mean, I think it would affect it. If it would make it nice and toasty for you, I'm not sure. Hmm. I think it would just a little, immediately solidify and fall to the bottom. Oh, yeah, yeah that's probably true. And that is Meredith. We have Meredith back. Hey. Oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, welcome back. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. WB. <laughs> it's one of those that's episodes, how, you know, folks. You know, that's how. All right. That's like, you know what that was? <laughs> that was the difference between the camera being off and on for Michigan J Frog. Wow. <laughs> That's creepy. Just creepy. FYI, because I've had some experience with Michigan J. Frog. Oh, have you? Yep. Have you done a show with him? I've had some messy, muscular experiences with him. <laughs> and, you ate uh, his legs. And before the camera goes on, he will talk to you. He will come over, and first of all, he will lick all of his head with his <laughs> tongue, because his tongue can get all the way out, you know? So it wraps around the top of his head. And while he's licking his head, he says stuff like, Ooh, ooh, these craft services are pretty good. (laughs) And as always, of course, I'm producer EJ. Thanks for the uh, introduction, Anthony. (laughs) We're here on Lamayak, episode 79, and boy, is it fine. (laughs) Hear me out. Hear me out. (laughs) And then they're like rolling, and he's like, (laughs) WB. You know, you know, you just don't understand because you've never had that experience, and I can't blame you. Most people haven't. <laughs> I mean, they did that on The Simpsons, though. They did it on The Simpsons. Coming up next on the WB, another bad show that no one will see. <laughs> and he walks off, and he's like, ah, "I need another job." <laughs> oh, 
yes. Oh, so he's been off camera there, too. He's been off camera on The Simpsons. Yeah. Well, that's him. That's probably pretty accurate, except for that he's a real sexual deviant. <laughs> <laughs> Big time. Because when he says craft services, you know you know it means your rectum. You can I thought see it, meant it like chips and granola bars. <laughs> no, not when he says it. Little column he- A, little column B. <laughs> I bet you can make anything seem really, really off color just on how you say it, for sure. Yeah. We've had similar discussions, yeah. and I agree yeah. with you. Yeah. Tone is a big thing. Tone is a big thing. Tone is everything. Yeah. yeah. Everything. I mean, context. with a non tonal language, expression through tone is pretty much all of context that we have, you know? But what about. Oh gosh, this just makes me think. What about a tonal language? How do you express tone? Yeah, that makes me think about that. Or too. sarcasm in like Cantonese. Yeah. I feel like tonal languages are actually very expressive about puns. I bet I would bet that they're amazing with things like puns. And yeah. Puns. Yeah. Because the in words ways we wouldn't even understand from yeah. Yeah. English speaking perspectives. And isn't there some some silly I wonderful uh like eighty percent of people in tonal languages have perfect pitch. Yeah. We have a lot more. While it's like 20% in yeah. non-tonal Diana languages. did a bunch of research on that. It's necessary Which for is- how the words come across. It's yeah. so, you so have to hit a note for it. a word to make sense, you know, and so they just kind of naturally can drift towards uh, having a better understanding of pitch. Hmm. And perfect pitch, for those of you who don't know, is having a reference to what the musical notes are, uh, what? How would you describe it? Well, the, you can hear an A. You can hear an instrument play an A and know it's an A. So certain tones that exist in music, you can just identify pulling them out of your head instead of needing an instrument to reference them. Right. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm glad that this conversation abuts my impersonation of Michigan J. Frog. Drop your brain. Just today I found out today his name was Michigan. Yep, Michigan. Michigan Mish. J-Frog. They call him the Mish. The Mish. Well, what's the, the J Mish. stand for? Jerk off. <laughs> <laughs> right. He's the jerk off frog. Jerome. Michigan jerk off. Michigan frog. Jerome frog. <laughs> uh, well, I, I like have prepared it. a question. I have prepared a question for us all on this episode of Let Me Ask You a Question. And the question is as follows. In a dystopian future or a world where some kind of apocalyptic event has happened, who would you try to make your way to immediately? Where would you go immediately? Mm. Mine's easy. I'd, I'd, it's pretty obvious oh, yeah. to Yeah, I got a kid. He lives in another state. We've actually talked about this because he lives in a state where people would want to do bad things too. So we're like, okay, we got a plan so that if it's a non-GPS situation, you can look it up on a map. If we everything happens, anything happens, we meet here. If we can't meet there, you leave some sort of communication here so that we know that either of us are alive kind of situation. Not that we're paranoid. It's kind of fun. But we have thought about this in either a zombie escape planned or nuclear bomb kind of situation. That's what I was, well, I was going to say it depends on the dystopian future it would be like right. what uh-huh. depend on where I would go yeah so my my, my son's in the DC area I'll put it as, as vaguely as that and that's a pretty serious area where some serious shit can go down and so I am I constantly have the 
irrational because I'm a dad fear, but also the completely rational because I'm a dad fear of you know what what could happen. And so we, and my son's 11, and we've talked about that kind of stuff. And so uh, not in a big heavy way, but in like a you know it's good to know how to survive kind of way. So and like we, a lighthearted nuclear crisis way. <laughs> yeah, for a lack of better ways of putting it, because that's that's certainly something that you can't actually worry about. Right. I mean, at least I would assume the the four of us for sure, and most listeners, we don't have control of the double key scenario or password or whatever situation yeah. is making those things go off. So, the best we can do is either be prepared or be prepared to be prepared. You know. So, yeah. So that's yeah, and also uh, you know with the uh, zombie escape plan books and all that stuff that were popular a few years back. Damn right, we got lots of little survival kits. I was a Boy Scout, not that wasn't an Eagle Scout or anything, but you were you know, a Boy so Scout. You weren't a Boy Scout for that long. I was. I was up until you up until you were called a wee blow, because I was like, I can't be a part of anything that's called wee blow. All right, I'm sorry, I'm out. <laughs> so they but, all blow. That's what they're called. They're called the wee blows. Look it up. We blow. It's true. What level is that? that Dick is- sucking level. That's what it sounds <laughs> like. It's about two feet off the ground. A- <laughs> <laughs> true, true stories though. But if you are Eagle Scout or anything, I like that's amazing too. But just we're joking because it's called We Blow. It's called We Blow. I mean, I'm pretty anyway. sure even the Boy Scouts know that like there's a period they have to go through where they're going to get made fun of because just based on the name alone, it's like it's just tough. Maybe that's the time where like you get redefined and like that's where you become stronger because that's why they named you Weeblo Scouts. Redefined? What does it mean? What is a, what is Weeblo? What is that? Well, they is use like a, f- a fleur de lis as their symbol, so I don't know if it's like a French thing or if it's an it's acronym. It's a lily. That's a lily. Huh. A fleur de lis is a lily. Yeah. Yeah. You're a little lily. You're like lily white. You're pure. You're um. I'm a little untouched. I'm a little lily Weeblo. <laughs> that's what I'm gonna say my first day in prison. A lily willy lily blow? I'm going to get fucked. <laughs> uh, a boy who is 10 years old or in fourth grade <laughs> would be a wee blow. Oh, okay. that's what's called juniors in Girl Scouts. Yeah, I think how you and how you're determined in those Scouts is like age and or grade because usually they're they're lined up. But like sometimes people yeah. are outside of a realm like they're there. There probably could be an 11 year old in fourth grade. So he's a wee blow or a nine year old and they would be right. a wee blow. Huh. Good on it. it so though? those people know their zombie escape plan route, and I know mine. So I'd pick up my son down there, and then I would go to that spot. And then I would take it from there, depending on the type of event that it was. Because, you know, it, you, maybe you don't want to head northeast. Maybe you want to head to a different aid. It would really depend on what's happening. Or like hunker down yeah, or keep moving. There's, there's different scenarios. All right. Yeah. All right. All right, Greg and man, right off the bat... It, if you're going somewhere, where would you go? Oh, I mean, my, my like, I again have a plan already talked about, uh, much Everybody's like everybody's got a fucking plan. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's like depends on whether it happens while I'm like, I'd also, I'm also, I always take it as like the apocalypse thing where it's like shit's happening, you got to make decisions. So not so much living in it afterwards, but yeah, I uh, definitely get off the island of Manhattan if I'm there because much like Washington, D.C., that is a terrible place to be in any situation like that. Yeah, not great. Um, and then, yeah, I, I, I go to our home. I go back to my, I go find my brother where I know I actually own weapons um, and things of that nature. And then we have another route to his uh, extended family through his wife that we is like going to be the, the main, the main point. 
What? Yeah. Because he has the largest arsenal. <laughs> that's the honest to God's truth. Good point. Good point. You know, we... <laughs> that's, that's the goal. It's get a weapon, regardless of what's happening, whether it be a bodega shotgun or a bodega baseball bat or what have you. That's always the first thing I think of. Though. I'm going in there and I'm taking whatever they got because you know they got something. And then I'm getting the, the hell bodegas? out of Dodge. Yeah, bodegas. They got what? something. But whether it's a blunt object or a gun of some sort. What if they already have it? Like, what if they are holding it, clutching it close to their chest? I'd be like, yo, dude, saying, you're with me. Let's go. And then, yeah. then like, I'd I evaluate them. Go. Well, I'd, I'd tell him my plan. He'd be like, okay, we're going to do that. And then we evaluate mm-hmm. him while we travel and determine whether he is the one who should be handling that weapon or not. This is very assumption-based. <laughs> it is, but you also don't know how other people might react. He might want to get the hell out of Dodge. True, but he's got family, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, my bodega guys, when I lived in Brooklyn, all their family was in Yemen. The only family they had that. were the four dudes who worked there rotating 24 <laughs> Yeah, but they are our tight. Deli, I'll take them all. I love those guys. called Seven Brothers. Yeah, so Seven like Brothers. family about. Well, I'm just saying. I'm there's finding a way. Seven, I definitely just want to hang with the bodega guys. Seven Brothers to worry about. I'm going right to the bodega. Yeah, what if it's like zombies, Craig, man? Like, zombies hit and you're in the bodega. Do you stay or do you go? Oh, I go. Because I know... You would still go even if there was, like, zombie explosion, though. There's, like, a million zombies right where you're at. You happen to wander into the bodega. You don't even, like... Zombie explosion doesn't happen. (laughs) Zombies... The zombie horde grows. We all know this. It's not like poof, smoke happens, and there's a million zombies. That's just not how it works. But, you know, that's like like a frog sitting in a pot waiting for it to boil, right? That's, yeah. How do you... Once the zombie explosion begins... I get on. You well, know, that's even, why you get on. You get on the move as soon as you hear if anything going, and especially yeah, crossing practical. giant rivers that we have surrounding the island of Manhattan. That's the first thing you want to do because we are a large concentrate of people on a very small area, but we are surrounded by water, and most zombies can't swim. So, okay, here's a question. <laughs> All right, so you know, say sorry to uh, put the Democratic Republic of Congo on blast, but. The- <laughs> But they got, you know, they've got Ebola issues. They've got issues. Yes, they do again. My and, goodness. And if you heard about them having one zombie, would you leave immediately? Like right now, you heard that there was a zombie situation in, in the Congo, in the DR Congo. Dr. Congo. Oh, that's tough. <laughs> Unless I was mining purple diamonds while being fired on by laser beams and being attacked by gray monkeys. Or trying to find the lost city of Zinj. Then, yeah, I'd be out of there. I'd be out of there. You would leave right... If I'm go, in the Congo and I hear one, yeah. No, 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 no. You're, you're right where you are. Oh. Would you enact your zombie plan... Based oh, on the okay, one no. zombie in the Congo, because no. if only if the only place where that where the zombie is being reported is in the Congo, then no, I'm not leaving my place yet. No, if it, it's when it lands, but like I'm also not waiting very long once it lands stateside. If it started somewhere else, because that means shit's hitting the fan, and that we all know that stuff is exponential. So you're gonna wait for it to get stateside? I mean, a report at least. I'm not just gonna bail because there was one. I mean, all right, if there's one zombie and nobody else is infected, smash that zombie in the head. Guess what? Zombie problem over. <laughs> it's true. Ooh. So, like, no, I'm not just gonna up and run because I heard of one zombie in another on another continent has happened. Zombies are tenacious. It depends. We don't really know how zombies would be. There's a, a bunch of different interpretations in movies. And, I'm not into books. the zombie stuff. Can they swim? 
No. Sometimes they can, sometimes they can't. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes they're they can. like so heavy they can walk on the bottom, even though dead bodies decompose almost instantaneously and they're full of gases. Okay, before we go down this road too far, Meredith, where would you go? My first, being somebody that is not zombie-minded, I have not thought about this. My first thought when you said this question was like, I would just go home to my parents. Mm-hmm. Because that's just... I don't know. Maybe I'm too much of a homebody, but... Well, I'm going to my like, brother. He's the closest hey. family I got. It just seems like the most logical because my parents are, like, super level-headed, I think. And my brother's there. And sure, it just makes the most sense. Yeah, that all makes mm-hmm. a lot of sense. But getting from here to the Midwest would be... It, I'd have to plan. Yeah. You'd have, yeah. To, you'd have to jump on Greg's zombie apocalypse team, and I'll get you at least to Pennsylvania. All right. Okay. Okay. We get, we're getting a plan in place in case it ever happens. But <laughs> That's what this episode's all about. People, if you don't have a plan, <laughs> get one. I just resent all of it. I'm sorry. I'm no budding everything. Uh, how many people are involved in your, your plan, Gregor Man? Like, how many people are going with you to Pennsylvania right off the bat? I mean, me and my wife. Okay. You don't have like a couple people that you've I talked mean, I about. Did. Like, things change, you know, when I had four roommates. Uh, things were different we thought if ever happened we'd be in a group anyway so like we started with the group but currently one of your roommates would have been a very good asset well that's why i would have pistol pete there with me no matter what honestly like right now if it happened and we still had phone service and stuff i would call pistol pete and be like hey man get your ass to jersey we're we're, it's go time and honestly that knowing him and knowing that we've talked about this he'd be like grabbing the wife and i'm on my way do you have this conversation with everybody you meet listen these conversations come up during certain recreational times often. <laughs> so Sex? No, not at all. But they come up and... Volleyball? It gets real... Definitely volleyball. Well, I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of downtime. Greg's roommate was making axes. Like, so, you know, some, if, you're, if you're dealing with a dude who makes axes, sometimes survival comes up. He makes axes. He used to go into the backyard and start tinder fires with a flint and steel... Like, this dude is my guy. I mean, we know it. When we lived together, I was like, I'm taking our other roommate's bike, and you're taking your bike, and we're going. Like, I'm not waiting for anybody. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, you know, I've never made an axe. He, 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 had, oh, really? he had a hobby where he, he would get old, <laughs> old, rusty axes and uh, refinish them and bring them back to life, basically. And then would right buy on. new new handles and everything and, and make them. He was, he was trying to sell them for a little bit. Now it's more of, like, just a hobby and... They're, they're really awesome when he finds them because, like, he doesn't ever know what kind of axe he'll find. He's got, I already know, he's got this sick double bit axe, you know, two sided. I was like, yeah, that's the one I want. <laughs> Those axes must be so happy. Oh, they got, Aww. they would love it. They're getting right. vinegar <laughs> baths. Picture a happy little axe. Aww. Sharp enough to go straight into somebody's face mm-hmm. again after being again. Dead. Guys, you don't have to anthropomorphize everything. <laughs> Come on. It's All right? so fun. Yeah, the axe is like weep. <laughs> See, I can't encourage this. <laughs> what are you talking about? Come on, uh, Abraham Lincoln, vampire hunter. Yeah, Ugh. yeah, but that's a person. That's not an. But I'm saying, if you think about how he handled his axe that? and how much fun that axe would be having, you can definitely anthropomorphize it. <laughs> how is anthropomorphizing axes any more relevant than, or any less relevant than talking about zombie apocalypses? I'd have a name for my axe. Oh my god, I name everything. <laughs> of course. Of course. 
Let me ask you a question. What would you name your ex? <laughs> yeah. We already had the anthropomorphized question early on in, in the Mayak about your least favorite item to begin speaking with you. Oh, it was, it was your mom's dildo is what we ended up with? <laughs> the Leslie mattress. It was you, the Leslie mattress. Oh, the mattress. If you remember. <laughs> that was Leslie if mattress. you remember back. All right. Well, Ooh. I think we should take a little break. <laughs> uh, and then we'll come back and we'll continue talking about our dystopian future. And How did you think I did not think about this? Like, why would you think that I wouldn't have a plan already? <laughs> I, I have definitely have no plan, but I guess that makes sense for me, doesn't it? Perfect sense. It does. Yeah. Different strokes I'm for Lucy different books. I go with the flow. I'm just like, hey, zombies. Don't. You'd be like, what's up? I'm zombie meat. Nice to meet you. I'd walk a trench coat, and they would all just be like, what are you selling? <laughs> ladles. You got bacon and ladles? Ladles. Ladles. <laughs> <laughs> He has fever, he is listless, and his pulse is rapid. Black hexagons have infected his body through the bloodstream. The germs are repelling these amoeba white cells whose work it is to remove foreign materials from his blood. The white cells cannot dispose of them. Many infectious diseases can be brought completely under control when vaccination against them is practiced universally. You might know me as Michigan G. Oh, we're rolling. WB! <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Let Me Ask You a Question, everybody, where frogs are pedophiles. <laughs> Does that include Diggum? I dig him. Not news. Yeah, Diggum. He's definitely dig a pedophile. <laughs> I mean, even the name. But before we get, before we dive back into what we were talking about. <laughs> We should take a moment to talk about the ways that you can get us money. <laughs> and one of those ways so just give it is to us. by giving it to us. <laughs> That's one way. You can give it to me. Just give it to me, everybody. You could, you could go to moot.tv and you could buy our swag. And that would be a way to get us money because, hey, we do not pay for any advertising. No, none at all. We rely on you to keep our wallets big and fat. <laughs> big and fat our wallets are. And we need your help to do that. They don't just get big and fat on their own. We need you to do things like call in and say hello at 929-352-6173. I use that, that phone number from Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> we also need you to send us an email. At, let me ask you a question podcast at gmail.com or you can check us out on Insta or Twitter at Lamayak Pod. Just take all the letters of let me ask you a question and, and write them in a row, the first letters of all those words, then you get Lamayak because I could see you'd be confused by that, but that's what it is. Lamayak Pod on Twitter and Instagram and then you just go on Moot.tv and you buy all the swag so that we can go out for more fancy dinners. And I'll think of you every time I tuck into a nice steak. I also wanted to thank everybody that's been signing up for the Moot.tv mailing list. I really appreciate it. We've been noticing you, and we will be sending out non-annoying email blasts every once in a while to let you know about episodes coming out, past episodes that were special, and, you know, some of those new products. And if you give us your home address, we will send you glitter bombs. 
<laughs> in like a fun way though in like a festive you know what I bet way. would work you remember those like rattlesnake egg envelopes heck yeah where you like twisted the penny up or whatever it was inside and it would like yep. spin when you opened it I bet if you put glitter in with one of those it would just shoot it out <laughs> oh, we totally. gotta work this out I think we can actually make these glitter bomb things happen every time I have a student loan payment I actually send one of those it's pretty sweet <laughs> a rattlesnake thing or a glitter bomb both the, the, the glitter the, the glitter sn- glitter bomb the, snake the uh, rattle snake. the rattle glitter the glitter rattle, glitter rattle glitter rattle I bomb. send a rattlesnake with just filled with glitter an actual so rattlesnake it, filled with glitter <laughs> yeah so it's shitting everywhere shooting <laughs> glitter all over the place and biting you with poison teeth <laughs> and, and nobody, rattling that rattle Yeah, and playing a little song on its rattle. (laughs) Yeah, right? It's like one of the few animals that will kill you that you can jam with. It's pretty sweet. Yeah, totally. (laughs) I never thought that it's like a festive little maraca. Lots of people jam with it without dying. Most of them eventually (laughs) die, but they jam for a while before they die. Yeah. And we're all I've just never seen a maraca with a face. <laughs> God knows I have. <laughs> we're all in agreement. Rainbow glitter, right? Oh, like what are you going to do? One of color course. of glitter? Okay, yeah, just what make is it sure. Maybe gold glitter, but oh, that'd be a second. great intern thing to do. Be like, listen, here's this rainbow glitter. I need you to pull it all out into individual colors. Oh, not fair. And then put it with this rattlesnake. <laughs> and then, you know, you know, color. And then load up my rattlesnake. You know, our friend, one of our friends actually bought a bunch of cases of nerds for <laughs> Meredith's birthday and, and parsed them out into the different flavors. I mean, that's a certain variety of love. It really is. But or, he doesn't even listen to this podcast, so he would no, never. he's probably a serial killer. <laughs> I mean, that shouldn't exclude him from listening to this podcast, though. I mean, come on. The listeners will listen Actually, we're right? the number one podcast among serial killers. <laughs> They love no, this podcast. Not. Don't say All right. that. We should get back to this question at hand. And I would drive directly to my brother's place. I would figure out a way to get to my brother's place because... All right. Let me, let me preface this by saying I'd probably be among the first to perish. <laughs> not if you met up with me. Sure. Oh. Sure, but you're not going to wait around for me. I'm going to take my time. Oh, well, no, you're If you're going to take your time, then no, I'm not. But if you were like, I'm coming, and <laughs> not in the way you're thinking... <laughs> I, I would wait for you. Could you imagine the apocalypse happens and I send you a text I apostrophe M C U M M I N G Ha 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 <laughs> oh, That's man. actually the exact text I would expect and then I'd be like how long are you going to take That is an amazing amount of blase Cha-cha-cha <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I feel I feel like, but um, I would. My plan would be to make my way to my brother's place because he he knows how to grow food in the ground, like a garden. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I feel like he's handy. And so, I'm I'm none of that stuff. I think my brother would be like my only chance. <laughs> That's the only chance I think I'd have. <laughs> Meredith's handy. All right. Okay. All right. To be fair, Meredith is handy, but I would not want to sit around Manhattan. We'd have to go somewhere. Okay, so Meredith, you can come meet up with me, but Anthony, just ditch him. I can grow food. <laughs> I'm handy. Yeah, but we, it's not any use here in New York. We got to get out of here. Are you kidding me? I'll deliver you. It's fine. I'm sure I would perish just so fast. You guys, will, you'll make it to Joel's and Anthony will die a day later from eating too much pork or something. That'd be great. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> yeah. He'll eat some bad pork. So it's completely unrelated to the apocalypse, but Anthony dies. 
Yo, man, let's eat some egg rolls. I know how to make them. And then that's the end of Anthony. <laughs> he doesn't know how to make egg rolls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what's finally going to take me out. <laughs> the lie that you know how to make egg rolls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to die from looting old pork from bodegas. <laughs> After <laughs> the apocalypse. <laughs> Definitely. I want to get those chicken. Oh, they always have like delicious chicken cutlets at the bodegas. <laughs> Tortellinis. <laughs> And the tortellini, oh, I'm going to die from tortellini, <laughs> bodega tortellini, Definitely. is what's actually going to kill me. Death by bodega tortellini. <laughs> yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah, we're going to hear about one zombie in the de- in the Dr. Congo, <laughs> and and you're going to find me running across the street and like just, just using my hands to dig out the tortellini and stuff it in my mouth <laughs> until I explode like the guy in seven. He died doing what he loved. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Eating definitely. bodega tortellinis. <laughs> Maybe they'll give me a bucket to sit on. In honor of you, Anthony, I would name my next son Bodega Tortellini. I think that's a beautiful Aww. name. It's Italian. <laughs> Botort. <laughs> it sounds like a good um, Italian, a, a Latino la, uh, Italian fusion. Yeah, right? A, 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 <laughs> Italian? It'd be a good Italian restaurant. We got it a special at Bodega Tortellini. <laughs> hey, Bodega Tortellini. <laughs> Come on over here. <laughs> Wave the camera on. <laughs> WB. <laughs> that frog's a freak. Well, I feel like we covered a lot of ground this week. It let me ask you a question. I can't believe you don't have a plan, or at least like a start of. I guess you have a start of a plan if you're going to get to Joel's. Yeah, it occurred to me that I would go to, to, to Joel's place. Is that far? Uh, uh, I mean, it's Mukunji, so it's not it's not super far, but it's not super close. I don't know what that is. All right, picture picture Allentown. It's a disease. <laughs> I got that Mukunji on the ball. No, not Allentown. Oh, my God. I just came in real late. Mukunji does sound like it could be there it is. Uh, oh, wow. a form of VD. You oh, got, so like, you should Mukunji definitely come with me because the... I can get you halfway there. Or like if you got a lot of people have said that to me racing stripes in your pants, I could be like, ah, I got a bad case of swamp ass McCunji today. Ugh. <laughs> right? You call your your bacon strips McCunji? Well, like the the sweat, <laughs> the swamp ass that causes like- the bacon strips is called the come McCungie. here, get a load of this McCunji. <laughs> sounds like the most extreme regionalism. <laughs> like it does sweaty assholes. McCunji. <laughs> hey, if you're we we do not want to lose our McCunji audience. We really McCungie, love you, McCunji. Oh, sounds like it could oh. be like a sweaty brand of shitty jeans too. You, you <laughs> listeners like McCunji Trading Company, McCunji. They trading come company. to you, mudkick. <laughs> we're gonna ask you listeners. Shorts. We're gonna ask you listeners of McCunji to be a mature audience. And do as they do and realize in court. your name, your town is silly, and move on with your lives. <laughs> now, we're going to ask you to disregard everything we said like they do in the court. Like you're presented with obvious evidence that they just murdered 20 people, and they're, but it was brought about in a foul way. And they're like, disregard that. And they're, and they're, and they're like, all right. Like, that was a load of McCungie. We're very sorry. Yeah. <laughs> a, a hot load of McCungie. Just a hot load of McCungie. You cannot accept that as evidence <laughs> because of the McCunginess of it. <laughs> they got McCungied. <laughs> it's it's going to be like, what's his name in Kingpin? <laughs> Munson. That's what I was trying to think of. You got McCungied. <laughs> got real well, uh, apologies to McCungie. 
<laughs> love your town. Love hey, your town. Better make way. Hey, I am coming right way. there. I'm going to be right up inside you. The second the zombie apocalypse, the second I hear about something going down in the Congo, I am making my way right to Mukunji. Well, let's be real. He's going to attempt to make his way to Mukunji and die in the journey. No, I from, think I'll be all right. From his backpack I'm just gonna full go, of Bodega Tortellini. No way. I'm just going to go to the Port Authority and get on a fucking bus because I'm going to get ahead of this whole thing. Everybody else is waiting around for it to get stateside. I think that's crazy. So you're going like tomorrow. Zombie, if I hear about a zombie... I'm out of here. Yeah, I'm totally going to enact the plan. But then why wouldn't you, like, jump on a plane and go to an island somewhere? Because that's, like, the safest place to be. Like, maybe go to Mukunji, get in Allentown International, and then head out to... Gotta get on a tiny island, though. Real tiny. Well, there's lots of tiny islands near There's Hawaii. an island off the coast of Mukunji called Mukunji. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that name. The Isle of Mukunji. Good name. Yeah. Isle of Mukunji. The spelling right, of it's well, great, too. I'm not going to lie. I Googled it. I now know what I'm doing. We all know what we're doing. We have a <laughs> a terrific. <laughs> Sorry, that was the zombie coming out. Oh no! See, he's the first, the first stateside zombie. I'm out. See I'm ya. Traveling in McCunch. That was my zombiness. Nope. <laughs> Get a load of my zombiness. Ah, cha cha cha. It's no good. Rejected. Zombiness. <laughs> <laughs> not even roll top, bro. Not even roll. You're, you no. are not on your way to the roll top. It's not a penis. It's not a bonus. That's one of those ones we talked about where you wake up, think about it, and go back to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can see that. I can see that. Well, it's been wonderful here at Let Me Ask You a Question. And we hope you all have a zombie or any kind of apocalyptic contingency plan. True. Uh, and if you don't, come to my place. <laughs> we'll we'll go to the there. bodega. Just head north, wherever you're at. You'll get there. Follow the trail of Tortellini. You'll yeah. find it eventually. Yeah. I'll leave a trail it's of Tortellini, tortellini for you. Fat. You know what? I would never do that because I will eat all of them. <laughs> like, I will put one Tortellini down, and then I'll put another Tortellini down, but then go after that, I'd go back them. to the first one. Yeah, right? Because yeah. yeah. you, you never know, so, too. <laughs> some could have cheese. Some could have beef. You have no idea. A faint, like, olive oily-looking spot on the ground where a tortellini probably lay at one time before it was yeah. eaten by Anthony. Totally. <laughs> then you follow the trail of lightly oiled marks Tortellini stains. Tortellini yeah, stains. so you can find faint <laughs> olive oil olive oil trails. Then you will most likely find me mm-hmm. chewing on cheese. <laughs> Dude, I, I, I wish I was pasta. a zombie around you because I appreciate that you're going to be upkeeping your deliciousness with all the awesome cheeses. <laughs> I just follow you. I would want to eat you, so hopefully I'll we're like keeping your deliciousness. Yeah, I'm we'll go down together, delicious. bro. I'll become a zombie, yeah. then you become a zombie, and then we eat other people that have eaten tortellini as well. You know what is a weird thing though? Weird thing about me is that you remember they call me Tony the Tongue in prison. Also works on zombies. If you have sex with a zombie's butt, <laughs> do you think that you become a zombie? It's got to bite you with its teeth. I think. I don't, is zombie, I don't think zombie is a... Uh, not venereal. Uh, sexually transmitted. I'm not sure. But it's not an STD. If I'm just fucking all the zombies with my silver tongue, well, my dick, but I mean, I'm, I'm getting there through my silver tongue. Do you think I would get zombie? I don't, how long do you have to talk to him again? Three minutes. Yeah, I don't think you're getting there with a zombie. You mean it's going to be faster? It's going to be on top of you in three minutes. If you're close enough to talk to it and try it's to use your silver tongue, it's going to be on top of you, trying to eat your brains. 
Okay. All right. All right. Well, I tie one up in the garage and I'm just <laughs> fucking it. <laughs> Do I get? <laughs> it's my Damn dream. It, I hate you. <laughs> Do I get zombie? Only one way to find out, Ant. So when the DR Congo calls, maybe instead of leaving Manhattan, you should just fly right over there and be like, "I'm your guy." <laughs> let's figure this. Let's figure this out. One of those young Dr. Mangalos, but for zombies. Yeah, good guy. that's going to be my first porn Aww. is going to be Dr. Congo with me fucking a bunch of zombies. <laughs> wow. There goes all of our Congo <laughs> listeners. But there goes a new t-shirt yeah. on our shop. <laughs> well, Dr. Congo. Sorry to McCungie and Dr. Congo. <laughs> we, we, we apologize. We apologize immensely. Uh, and we, uh, we love you. And all right, so... So, you know, please call in 929-352-6173 or um, email us. Uh, let me ask you a question. Podcast at gmail.com or find us on Instagram or Twitter at Pod, or go to Moot.TV. Listen to past and future episodes. You can listen to other stuff like the amazing White Wasabi or Kyle Mocha Won't Shut Up. Or you can buy some swag because we know you want to buy some swag. And then you can call me at home if you'd like. <laughs> we, we can arrange that if you set up an email dialogue. <laughs> uh, but I'd be happy to talk to you in any outfit you want me to wear. <laughs> <laughs> On the phone only, though. On the phone only. On the phone only. Yep, but I have I'm wearing it. Outfits. Yeah, you can mail me an outfit and I will wear it. <laughs> uh, uh, so have a wonderful, uh, have a wonderful week. Makunji. Mood.tv We blow. Dick sucking level. <laughs> 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 <laughs>